keeping up with the news at all, you know there is a massive migration happening from the Islamic world into Europe and the United States for that matter through the refugee program. Now, we usually see migration being driven by politics and poverty, but there's another driver here which is the doctrine of jihad in Islam. How does this work? Well, let's start with timekeeping and the calendar. In Islam, they don't use the same calendar we do. They use a, when they mark a year, it has AH after it, in the year of the Hijra, migration. And why do they do this? Well, you see, it's very simple. You would think that Islamic calendar would start with the birth of Muhammad or the date of the revelation of the Quran, but no. Instead, the Islamic calendar starts with what brought it success, migration. You see, Muhammad preached the religion of Islam for 13 years in Mecca and persuaded 150 Arabs to become Muslim. Not a very high success rate. When he was driven out of Mecca and went to Medina, he became a jihadist and a warlord. And this brought him enormous success. After 10 years of being in Medina, practicing the art of jihad, he was ruler of all of Arabia and every Arab in Arabia was a Muslim. You see, it was migration which led to the success of Islam. And therefore, that's the reason the calendar is keyed to migration, because that's what brought it success. Now, in the past, Muslims didn't migrate much. They stayed in Islamic lands. But today, through the pressure of population growth and poverty, they're leaving, and of course, war. We help to destabilize the governments, and so therefore, they're coming to those who actually destabilized their governments. It used to be that Muslims were supposed to stay in Islamic lands because that's where they could fully practice their Islam, where the Sharia ruled. But now then they're coming to America and a new twist has been put on the migration doctrine. You can come to the land of the Kafir, the non-Muslim, but you must as much as possible live in Muslim enclaves and obey as much of the Sharia as possible. Now, in the past, there was one argument that Muslims should not take any part of the Jahiliya doctrine ignorant doctrine of the Kafir and to stay totally outside to build a wall around the ghetto. But the Muslim Brotherhood has advocated a new argument. No, the immigrants are to start taking over the process of politics, stay in enclaves as much as they can, and then enter into politics where they start to influence the schools, laws, civil rights laws, halal food, and other such things. What they're doing here is practicing the jihad of dollars and the jihad of the pen and the jihad of speech. That is, they're persuading Americans that, you know, Islam is just the best thing of all. So they're quite political in their arguments and their presence in front of our legislatures. Let me point out to this something so that it'll be clear to you. There are many, many Buddhist immigrants who've come to America. What was the last time you saw a rally where they were protesting for Buddhist rights? What was the last time you, the Buddhist had advocates or lobbyists in the legislature. They don't at all. You see, all of this, always the pressure we're having on our civil rights and all other aspects of how to live in America from the Muslims, this is all part of jihad, jihad of the pen and jihad of speech and jihad of money. Jihad of money, as an example, is setting up centers within universities which strictly mouth the position of the Sharia. Now, the part of life that they cannot lead as a pure Muslim in America or Europe is covered by a principle in Sharia law. If you, necessity overcomes obligation. If you're supposed to do something as a Muslim but you cannot because you're living in a Kafir land, then it is okay because the necessity of living 
is more important than a Sharia rule. So remember this as well. Under jihad, any rule of the Sharia can be broken. So what we think of as politics and poverty has a new driver in American, and that is the politics of jihad, migration as jihad. We're going to see a lot more of it. What are we going to do? Do we want to sustain our civilization? Then how are we going to deal with this problem? And why do we keep bringing in more and more of it? Think about all this. Thank you.